nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP, and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. You're listening to V8 Insiders. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Welcome to another edition. And Tony Whitlock on the... uh, Well, on the bench this week as I have a chance to chat with Scott Pye from the uh, DeWalt racing team. And DeWalt has got a a few interesting activations over the next four weeks, Scott. Yeah, mate, we have a very busy uh, calendar coming up. So we've got four back-to-back weekends at Sydney Motorsport Park. It's going to be great with a a very short one weekend before we head to the 1000 at uh, Bathurst. When was the last time you did four weekends in a row racing. Was it as far back as karting or were you doing stuff like that overseas? Well, no, last year with the adjusted calendar as well, I think uh, we did two uh, doubleheader in Darwin and did we, I believe we did one straight after that at Townsville as well. Um, so I think it's not, you know, unfortunately with the way things are at the moment um, with, with COVID, it's meant that we've had to try and fit as many events in as possible, and that's why the back end of the calendar really has what you normally see four months worth of racing um, take place in. So um, it's exciting. It's great for, for me. You know, it's been a, a longer break than we would probably well, we anticipate, and also that we as drivers would like because match fitness is quite, quite hard to keep up. So to have four weekends back to back is a good opportunity to smack ourselves back into shape before we head to Bathurst for what I mean this year is going to be really tough with, uh, with a meeting in December. There's potential that it could be a really hot one. So. I think it'd be a challenging race, so I'm, um, yeah, relishing the opportunity to have four weekends of, uh, of racing. It's going to also allow you a bit of time to, once again, reintroduce uh, yourself to the team and get immersed into that team environment. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had a test day last week, which was great and a, a real good opportunity to, to um, yeah, work with the team again in, in the heat of the battle. And, um, yeah, I think even for the boys, they got to run through some pit stop practice, myself doing some starts as well just to get back in the rhythm of things and um, start running through those processes. But I'm certainly no stranger to the team. I'm in the workshop most days during the week. And, um, you know, I've got a really good relationship with all the crew. So I think, uh, yeah, we're in, a, we're in a good place going back. We're in a familiar place. And, um, yeah, just, just keep to get back racing. Mate. Hopefully we can hit the ground running. I do feel like after a test day, we're in a good spot. And we're fresh and ready to go. What's the difference between race driver who is uh, not sure what he's doing next year when you come to five races to go in the season and Scott Pye who's got himself signed on the dotted line for 2022? Well, I mean, we're always uh, holding ourselves to a high, high standard, I guess. I always push as hard as I possibly can, but it's, uh, it certainly is nice knowing that, that we have that security, but... Yeah, for me, I just race as hard as I can all the time. Even when you're out of contract, the, the best thing to do is race as hard as you can. And at the end of the day, we want to win. So it means even with a contract in our back pocket, we're never going to give up. So, um, yes, yeah, so mentality hasn't changed. Just, I guess, uh, you know, it's a comfortable position to be in. It just means that, um, yeah, I can go out full attack now and uh, try and get the job done and, and repay Charlie's faith in me as well in Ingrid doing it. You know, I think it's a good opportunity for me now to just go and... Uh, you know, add a bit of confirmation as to why he why he did what he did and renewed me. 
Now, four weeks at the one track. What do you hope to be able to? Obviously, you want to roll off the uh, roll off the trailer and be fast. But what sort of development can be happening over that month period? Still a lot. I mean, as, as a driver, there'll be uh, you know we're going to be pretty sharp at SMP before we leave. I mean, doing four weekends back to back is probably not going to be a lot left on the table from from a driver's perspective. So it's going to be really competitive. Um, you know, I think the first weekend there could be some really good opportunities to capitalise on teams and drivers making mistakes, and it's going to be about trying to get all the one percenters right or as close to to, to be able to you know make the most of those opportunities when they do come up, but. From a team's perspective as well, the, you know, the pressure is certainly on engineers as well to develop the car and try and, um, you know, we're not going to obviously be introducing new parts that would be fabricated back at the shop, but we're never going to stop with, uh, with testing things throughout the weekend. And come that fourth weekend, not only for the drivers, but the crew as well, then we're going to be in one hell of a competitive championship. Yet it's not that, that often you get to practice at one circuit for that long. So by that fourth weekend, you're going to see some um, pretty close racing, I think. So we need to just make sure that Every time we're on the track, we're trying to learn. We're trying to make the car go faster. For me as well, I need to be looking at everything I can possibly do to, um, to, to put a better lap together for qualifying and then in the race and help as much as I can with strategy because um, we will obviously learn a lot in those first few weekends. Would you have liked to have finished those four weeks with a uh, SMP 500 and it allowed you guys to have a full uh, dress rehearsal for the 1000? Uh, I mean, I'm not, not too fussed, to be honest. I mean, I'm... I'm Pretty happy with the way the calendar looks, and um, I think Supercars has done a good job to, to get us back. And uh, yeah, I mean, as for format, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I'm just happy to be on racing. I can't wait to get back. So I'd do anything. <laughs> well, in between times, you have got your own business, and how has balancing up preparing, keeping yourself fit, and then what you've been able to do in your own business with One Nine? It's been okay, actually. I mean, we've been very fortunate that. We do have really good partners, and um, they've been loyal through all of this. And uh, as a small business, that's that's um, you know something that, that you hope to have. And, and certainly, those relationships, um, I think, have gotten stronger. And, and it definitely, like, I have a lot of respect for all of our clients because uh, it's certainly tough, and it's tough um, for everyone. You know, those paying the bills and the ones receiving um, receiving uh, the payment for the job. So. I think uh, we were able to keep our head down and, and stay very busy. We've, we have been extremely busy, and um, the challenge is just different. You know, we're not able to go out and shoot and create um, necessarily new, uh, well, well, capture new footage. Uh, a lot of the stuff we were doing was manipulating past footage or using uh, online interviews and things that we could cut together and create new and engaging um, content for our partners. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been a good time as well for me to just, uh, I guess, regroup. See where one nine's at, and plan for the future as well, and uh, come out of out of the hole, I guess, swinging. So yeah, to come out of a three month break, be good for me to uh, you know I'm able to focus really on my training really well because we're not travelling, and then during the day I've been able to either go in the race team or uh, or focus on one nine and and um, you know chasing chasing opportunities for when uh, the time presents itself, which is now we can get back to filming. What were the long breaks in racing, like over Christmas and, and that sort of thing, like for you before you had One Nine Media? Uh, I always struggled, I guess. From when I turned pro in 2013, I, I never really enjoyed the downtime. I always found that, uh, I, I don't know, I'm just someone, I like to really be doing something all the time and usually trying to spin as many plates as possible, but that was my biggest thing. So it wasn't necessarily the off-season. Off off-season, 
is probably better because other people are having off seasons as well. You know, everyone gets their holidays in there. But it's during the season when everyone else is working nine to five. Um, it sounds great in theory, but after a couple of months, it gets pretty boring. It's not many, not many people you can hang out with uh, Monday to Friday. And as drivers, we like to say how busy we are, but really, I mean, you know, the schedule is, is pretty free. Between the odd appearance and, and training each morning, um, you know, you have a lot of spare time. So I just use that spare time to find what I'm passionate about outside of motorsport. And um, and really with One Night Media, what that's meant is um, I can reframe how I look at motorsport too. You know, I'm able to go back to enjoying it almost like a hobby. I'm so passionate about my racing and One Nine gives me that nine to five on Monday and um, my structure that I need keeps me busy while others are working as well. And, and then I can go back to racing and it feels like, you know, I, I just love it. Every time now I go to the shop, it's um, something I'm grateful for. But, uh, yeah, they, they work hand in hand. It's just, uh, it was interesting. I, I certainly didn't like the free time. I found it, yeah, difficult. You know, I think we, uh, as humans, we like to be productive. And, you know, the sense of achievement is, uh, is only there once once a month, really, if that's what you're doing. If you're racing, you know, once or twice a month, um, there's a lot of time in between. And, of course, one of the things that over the last two years drivers haven't had to deal with is a lot of those public appearances and corporate appearances that are all part of the packages. How are you going to manage once in 2022 if uh, we think that the um, the jabs are all up at the right rates and these corporate demands start moving in? Do you think some drivers are going to... Uh, perhaps like the way it's been over the COVID period and not want to have to have, you know, the 40, 50 additional travel and days in the future? Uh, I'm, I'm sure they might like not to do it, but that's, um, that's part of our job. So I'm certainly not complaining. I'm excited to get back to see fans at the track again, which means we'll be signing autographs and doing appearances. Um, that's, that's, um, that's a privilege, I think. So, no, I'm looking forward to when things get back to normal capacity and um, we can start to give back to not only fans but our partners as well. Um, I, I really I enjoy that side of it and um, I, I think we all do. You know, I think that, that comes with being a, a part and parcel. Of course, sometimes you you know, you might be tired after a race weekend or something and you have to go and do it and there's times it can be tough. But at the end of the day, that's, um, you know, we're very privileged. So, um, yeah, if we can uh, help our partners or, or fans by giving back a little bit, that's what we, we want to do. So... Yeah, I think it does get busy, but it's um, good to be busy, mate. I like, I like busy. Mm, I imagine you've had the chance to look at the US Grand Prix and seeing what that was like with, what, 150,000 on race day, 400,000 across the weekend. And uh, do you remember crowds like that? That was actually very cool this morning. I, I was just finishing the gym. It's funny, I was sitting up at the, the alleyway where we're allowed to train here in Melbourne. I had it on my phone and... Um, it was unbelievable to see that many fans turn out, especially after the chaos in Indianapolis um, back in the day with Formula 1, to see them turn around now and embrace Formula 1 so well. It's, uh, it's really cool. But yeah, I can't wait. Like Bathurst is one of those places where I should see the crowd on the hill. Um, you know, the driver's doing their interviews after the race, so they said they can't hear because the fans going crazy cheering. That's, yeah, that stuff gives you goosebumps. And, and Bathurst and many of our events are, are quite like that. You know, we do get great crowds and turn out. So hopefully we get back to that soon. Yeah, indeed. And Scott, we wish you all the best for the upcoming Sydney Motorsport Park run. But then, of course, uh, hopefully we're speaking to you as a uh, winner before we head to Bathurst. I hope so, mate. And hopefully another one at Bathurst. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pye. Yeah, thank you.
Thanks Inside for your time. Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.